Greta. Where is this? I have a bag that I found that I think belongs to Greta Hedag. Oh, you've been so kind. Would you like a cup of coffee? A chance encounter. I've been so lonely. Well, I could help you. A new connection. I made a friend. Greta is an old lady. A terrifying secret. Oh, my God! What did you do? This Friday. There's something you need to know about Greta. Don't take the bait. Just try to get rid of Greta. Starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Greta in theaters Friday. And recording. Oops. What the fuck? I beat ten years from where I was ten years ago. It shouldn't look like this. If I knew then enough to know that soon enough I wouldn't know one goddamn thing about knowing anything at all. But I still believe that I could do any of the things that I wanted to do. If I just believed in myself, someone else would too. What am I gonna be when I grow up? What will I see when I look up and see myself staring back at me? Oh, hi there. Happy Sunday. It's February 24th, 2019, and I'm Eric, talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where prosecutors claim to have DNA evidence that will finally convict R. Kelly. And in other news, Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow might break up and Bush have a new album. Because clearly it's like 1994. I don't know. I was going to say, like... What the fuck? Can we just jump back in time? We have been hearing about prosecuting R. Kelly since I was old enough for him to sleep with me. This is... <laughs> How is this... This has been going on for like 30 years. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Why is it taking... Why is it so long? Uh, I don't know. I, exactly. I mean, why is it news anymore? They, they've been after this guy for so long. And granted, he's a scumbag. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's a horrible human being, uh, and everything he does is evil. But uh, come on. Why are we 30 years, I think? Well, at least 15 years has been going on for. Uh, so that was the point. Anyway. It, um, hi. How's it going, Gordon? I'm doing good, my friend. How are you doing? I'm okay. It's been a rough day. Um, but it is February 24th. February 24th is a very interesting day. I don't know if you know. It is, bo- it is both National Cupcake Day and World Bartending Day. Ooh, get drunk and eat cupcakes. Right? Like also, on this day in 1821, Mexico declared independence from Spain. Um no. In 1940, the song When You Wish Upon a Star was recorded. Oh, How, really? Yeah, the, the original Disney song, uh, 1940, on February 24th. It's also the day that Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love got married. Oh, yeah. In Hawaii. So, that's a big day. <laughs> big, interesting day. I thought that was kind of cool. Um just a lot of stuff happening on this day. I thought it was neat. Um, cause, I don't know. I just, I'm interested in stuff like that because I like to watch Jeopardy and have all the answers. So I try to learn this crap. Um, it's also so I have something to say when I'm talking on Anchor.fm. And if you think you can talk on Anchor.fm, I want to hear you try. Uh, you can get started today. Go to the App Store. Download the app. You can host and create unlimited episodes or record from anywhere you want and monetize your show all for free. Um, Anchor.fm, the best way to start your podcast ever. That's all they're getting. They're not paying me right now. Yeah, so they just get a, yeah, that's the point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, unfortunately, I did have a guest scheduled for tonight. Um... She had to cancel at the last minute. So, um, I got a couple other things I want to talk about, but I'll get to those in a minute because I can't find them. 
so we'll just talk about that. Uh, big talk about concussions. Um, pro athletes in every sport are coming out, uh, uh, trying to get money out of their prospective leagues uh, for getting concussions and them not being dealt with. And we're now starting to realize that concussions are more serious than we ever thought. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty intense. They cause some really fucked up psychological long-standing damage that, that, that's messing these guys up. Yeah, and in the NFL, I know a lot of NFL players are going to their commission saying we're getting concussions, and the commission is saying... Shut your goddamn mouth! Um, no, you're fine. Yeah. It's, it's, Shut your goddamn mouth! We got a we got a problem with our heads. Shut your goddamn mouth. Um. So yeah, they're they're dying young, and uh, we're finding out why. It's a really bad situation. Um, but there's these gr- certain group of people that claim after a concussion to have um, talents. Uh, there was a guy on Doctor Phil who no, sorry, it was a girl on Doctor Phil. A guy whose wife got a concussion, and uh, afterwards she spoke three languages fluently. That she. You know, pre- that doesn't surprise me, in a sense. That, like, a concussion can cause that. You're talking about the brain. It's a complex fucking system. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Um, and we, we're, we're led to believe that we only use a portion of it, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that. Um, after taking a shot in the noodle, we, we actually end up using more of it. You know, I know that there's many times where I thought a good hard whack to the head to me could have actually cleared my head up of a little bit of shit, but I've always been afraid of just rattling around and rattling the wrong thing loose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's this, uh, there's this one guy who, perfectly normal childhood... Uh, he had a, like a very loving, outstanding home. He was a smart kid in school. Great thing. He has a concussion, turns into a fucking serial killer. Yeah, right. That's what I'd be scared you know, of. I kind of think a lot of people would be around me would be scared of. Not necessarily. I wouldn't be that scared of it because I think I'd probably embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, if given the option. Um, if you had a 50-50 chance of that working out. <laughs> uh, How about new? Yeah, but I'd be a really good serial killer, though. Oh, definitely. I could see like, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. That's, and, I mean, for the record, it, it is something I've often... Like, I've often... I, I worry about that because I have forms of anger issues. Like, I'm a... I'm a very... Uh, passionate person, I'm passionate about my job, I'm passionate about my relationships, I, uh, when I like something, I fucking love it, so it's almost like bipolar, but not as devastating. Um, I've always worried that if I actually got in and, like, murdered somebody, and, like, things went well, you going, well, I kind of enjoy this. <laughs> and if I applied that passion to that, I'd be pretty fucking prolific, you know, so... You've, yeah, it's been a bit of an open concern for me for years. <laughs> and you've you've got the look for it. Like yeah, you've got that classic serial killer look. You know, you're well groomed. You've got that nice smile. They always look like they would never do something like that. Yeah, it's true. But I think I'd be the one where, if I ended up doing it, if you started interviewing like people I know, they'd be like, "Well, you know." <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly that surprise. Gord's pretty fucking weird, so. <laughs> he did grow up in the cemetery for a backyard, and, you know. <laughs> That's kind of been around him, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of expected it out of him. We were just wondering when. <laughs> yeah, it was a matter of time as much as, holy crap, he actually went through there. We, we assumed as much. <laughs> oh, God. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Fuck you, too! I'm, old, I'm actually partially thankful, kind of disappointed that uh, in school they didn't do the, you know, most likely to. We didn't do that in our yearbook. Oh, really? 
Um, I, I kind of wish they, because I would have been interested to see. I mean, Lord knows at the time it would have been one of probably Shut three people who was likely to become a serial killer, most likely to eat himself to death, or most likely to drink himself to death. Right. Um, those all would have made perfect sense, but, uh, yeah, it would have been interesting to see what everybody thought back then. I forget what mine was, but it was something horribly predictable, like, uh, gonna be a comedian or something stupid like that. Or, uh, Most likely to have a successful podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, those didn't even exist at the time, so. No. That would have been pretty cool if someone had guessed that. Yeah, well, you know, uh, many, many years ago, like I'm talking like just outside of high school many years ago, uh, I had a lot of people um, tell me that I should be in radio, mainly because, well, I have the face of radio. You um, definitely do. <laughs> uh, so I had a lot of people say that, you know, because, like, apparently I just, I, I have a good speaking voice. Yeah, I, I always filed, I filed everything people said like that under the... Who cares? Go ahead. Oh, sorry, you, you cut out there. All I heard was... Filed that under. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, was... filed that under. Who cares? Are you not getting those? Oh, I bet you're not because no. I got. I'm ah, that getting, makes yeah, sense. Filed that under, and I'm not hearing thing. Let's try this for a minute, um, because that's kind of funny. Uh, keep going, Gord. Okay. There um... we go. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. That's a little bit of a mistake. Here, I'll do it one more time for you, Gorg. I've done it twice for the people at home. But I said, whenever people back then said stuff like that to me, it always went under the... Who cares? <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Sorry, you've been missing them. I've been doing them the whole time, and you haven't been catching them. I just figured out why, so... Yeah, no, I haven't been catching any of them. That's too funny. Here's another one for you, just because I have fun doing them, and this episode's going to be crap anyway. This is when you said you had a uh, you had a face for radio. This was your when I said you you look like a serial killer. Your response was yes, yes, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> Sorry everybody for uh, having to listen to those three times. I just figured out why Gord wasn't catching them. Uh, I'm still getting comfortable in the new studio, but you got to admit the show sounds great, and uh, you can admit that at Eric and Gord at Outlook.com. Um, so yeah, we did that in my high school. I forget it was something about being funny, class clown, or devil's twin, something stupid. Oh, I remember what I was saying. Um, I uh, there was an ad in, in, a, in the newspaper about uh, wanting to do like getting into voice work, uh, in radio commercials, whatever it might be. And they just have this phone number. You call and you leave a like two minute long message where you just talk about anything. So I did. I called up one night. I was kind of drunk, and I called up and left this long rambling message. Um, thankfully, I left my contact information at the end of it. And fuck if I didn't get a call back like two days later. And they're like, we want you to come into the studio. We love your voice. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. So we did a bit of a phone interview thing, and then I, I went to downtown Toronto. I paid $25. Uh, that was the fee. And they put me in a studio, and first they got me to just talk. And they said, talk about anything, tell a story, talk about yourself, anything you want to do. You got, like, anywhere from one minute to ten minutes. Do whatever you say, whatever you want to say. So I ended up telling, like, a 40-minute fucking story. And just random, just blah, blah, blah. I did this the other day, did this, did this big, long, bullshit fucking story. Then they handed me a couple of scripts and said, well, here, fucking read these. So I read these two scripts. And uh, the engineer guy comes out, and they just basically just do, like, one cut. And the guy's like, all right, go to the next one, move, go to the next one. And I said, all right, he goes, this is great. He goes, now, can you read the scripts without swearing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I haven't sworn once. The guy's like, are you kidding me? Half the fucking commercial you just read is all swearing. <laughs> Cut it without swearing. I'm like, I had no idea because I've always, I've been swearing for so long. Yeah. And uh, it's so natural for me. I don't even notice how they do it. Um, so 
so it was, it was really fucking funny because like I'm like oh okay so I'm reading the script and I read it again and it took me like five reads to get through it I finally got the last one as soon as I spilled the last one I'm like fuck yeah I did it I'm yeah. like really are, are, are you are you kidding me right now <laughs> what the fuck do you want <laughs> But uh, on the radio, it's uh, game over. Very taboo. Yeah, unfortunately, and that's why a lot of people are switching to the much more uh, user-friendly and accessible uh, podcast, where you can basically say whatever you want, and uh, anyone who tries to tell you something different, you can say whatever you're talking about. I don't care. <laughs> and suck a big fat dick. <laughs> I have that too, but I'm not going to go looking for it right now. I got it all here. Um, well, that's really cool. Yeah, I don't remember um, uh, much of what they taught me in high school. and I, I, It's something I've always wanted to attempt. I did want to go to broadcasting school, but it's actually very expensive to get into. Um, so I, I just, it was not in the realm of possibility for me to try when I was going to college. Um, a lot of things weren't, to be honest. Uh <laughs> I wanted film school. That's actually quite expensive. I wanted um, a lot of things that I couldn't afford to do. but And that's why the new world, uh, frankly, I can embrace it because people like me can afford to do whatever the hell they want. And that, in my opinion, is just about the greatest thing that the Internet has given us. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, great writers who might never have been published are getting published. Uh, great people can have a YouTube show who might not get into TV conventional ways. And guys like you and me can uh, get paid good money to sit here and bitch about shit. You know, when you have a natural ability to talk the way like me and you do, it, we were born and raised, really, to do something like this. Yeah, I've... I've we just needed to find each other and wait for that technology to exist now for, for thank God that you fucking discovered this. Cause I had people bugging me for, like, ever since I moved out to BC, I had people bugging me, why don't you do a podcast like what am I going to fucking sit there and yammer on about Because ah, I just saw podcasts and just be sitting there talking shit. Yeah, exactly. I needed somebody, I need somebody to be able to talk to and somebody that can deal with me. And in the podcast, the and that's why in the podcast group, I love it. This is so. I'm gonna have to get a fucking. Uh, I'm gonna have to pay my SUV the color of the fucking uh, AT fam. That would be awesome. They just did a car show where they had all the famous cars together here, um, and oh, that's cool. that was one that was excluded, and I was super choked, and I didn't go. Oh, they had like they had Kit and the Batmobile and the the General Lee, and they had them all, but they didn't have the 18 van. Ain't that a bitch? Just ridiculous. Um, yeah. But yeah, a free sound effect app. You can't go wrong when you got a podcast. And when I didn't have a gourd, these soundtrack, these uh, sound effects saved the show. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it was like a quarter error. The rest was all sound effects. It really was. It was a lot of sound effects and a lot of me throwing the songs. There was about four or five songs an episode back then. Um, I had a solid ten minutes or so of material, and the rest was uh, filler. <laughs> For a half an hour uh, episode, <laughs> and now the the thought of you and I doing a half hour episode is laughable. 
Um, you know, I would like to hear like the very first couple that we ever did. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for them because our, my one year anniversary is March 18th. I believe I believe was the first one. So we're coming, we're right on the heels of the one year anniversary of of the original podcast. And that went from March until I believe it was late May or early June that you came along. Um, I know you were already there in June. You were, because right around my birthday, you were on the scene. Well, I'm trying to think, when did I move? I moved back in. I moved back in May, the end of May. I moved back the end of May. Yeah. And I was already podcasting before then. Well, I, I had asked you. I don't think you did an episode until you got to Ontario. Well, we did like we did a few, but I don't oh, think any right. of them we ever did too. actually recorded. No, they were the ones that didn't work. That's right. Yeah. Um, Fuck. <laughs> because to be neat, because both those times I was stoned doing those I just walk around smoking the episode yeah exactly um, there I, I've got I, I think it was our fourth or fifth attempt where we finally got a good one in and I've got that it was right around my birthday I think I was just listening to it the other night right around the middle of June where the show starts off about us talking about this one better work or we're just gonna fucking give up on the whole idea <laughs> um, thank god it worked yeah, really, and that's pretty much what we say the whole time. We're like, how's, you say something like, how's it going? And I'm like, well, we've been recording for eight minutes. It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good, but it's come a long way since then. You were both a little stiff. Well, we didn't really know what well, well, we still don't know what we're doing, but, I mean, you know, I just love the fact that we've found, we've kind of found our niche. We, we found out what we're niche, I guess. Oh, yes. We found out what works for us, and, I'm having a like I said before. I fucking have a blast. I love doing this shit. And as uh, as I, I've been saying, we're we're you know we're we're going nowhere but up. And Joe Rogan, he's not moving at all. In the last year, he's made no progress. He's just sat there at number one. But we're coming yeah. up on him fast. Yeah, we are. So. Uh, oh, and I just picked us up a new fucking listener. Beautiful. Oh, I gotta ask you a question too about that. Uh, so, Joe uh, Rogan, I just want you to know it's uh, just about time for this, buddy. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I'm coming for you, pal. I'm looking forward to the time. I want us to be able to have a point where we can interview Joe Rogan. Oh, I, think that'd be I just want to walk right into his studio. Uh, I gotta ask you we got another entry we got a beautiful comment on Facebook from a guy and an entry in the uh, draw awesome Adrian welcome buddy Uh, he wants to be a guest on the show and I said we'll make that happen right away Um, could have had him tonight if I didn't screw things up but we'll get that happening right away we gotta figure out how we're gonna do a third party I think it'll be Skype or something but um, anyway, he claims to know you. Who is this guy? Yeah, Adrian. Um, I met him. Um, uh, I met him through uh, uh, House of Knives, actually, when I worked oh, at the wow. knife company. So is he out uh, this he, way? Yeah, yeah. No, he's out in BC. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great kid. Um, he, he's a strange motherfucker. That's one reason why we got along so well. Um, he's a big talker. He's, he tells... He definitely has a very interesting fucking life, this guy. He has weird shit that happens to him all the time. And it's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. I, I still talk to him on a pretty regular basis. Um, yeah, he's, he's a great, great kid. Cool, I can't. Yeah, he's been trying to get on. He was the guy who was, he wanted to get on to, to, to talk about the, uh, the CBSA thing, the, the, the knife thing. Oh, cool. Well, hey, we could go yeah. back to that, actually. Uh, we didn't really cover it too, too thoroughly that night. Because I didn't really know what you were talking about. So we, I, uh, definitely something we could go back to. I, I didn't know he knew you. I thought he was just a random guy, which would have been almost cooler, but he still seems awesome, and I, I'm looking forward to talking to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been bugging me to be on the show for a while, and um, every time, every time when we finally get a chance, I'm like, okay, so we're going to we're gonna do this. Um, 
you know, so you'll be able to sort of call in and either something comes up on his end yeah. or I end up fucking not being able to do the show, so. Hey, Gordon, can I be on your show? How about new? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to having you on, Adrian. Anyway, very cool. And obviously, you are number two entered in the draw, and you're the only one we know the real identity of. My name is Jeff. So, uh, you got a good chance of winning. Yeah. I am promoting the hell out of it and uh, some stuff that we got coming up. Like the other thing I discussed with you there, um, we'll talk off the air about that, but. Uh, I'm trying to get as many people engaged as I can, and everyone's interested. They just never seem to pull the trigger. So, uh, he, by the way, he, he said that if he does win the prize, he's expecting me to hand deliver the fucking thing to him. I'm like, now oh, you're a demanding little fucker, ain't you? That's uh, quite the quite the demand there. Yeah, yeah, he's a demanding little bastard, but uh, it's uh. It'd be a good excuse to be able to come back to BC. That's for sure. That would be cool. Hey, why don't you come back at like June twelfth, and we'll make our way to Toronto together. That that might work. I'd have to quit my job, but yeah, that could work. Yeah, that's not, a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yes, <laughs> my girlfriend would be ecstatic. <laughs> oh, with uh. All the money you make there <laughs> might not be such a bad thing for you. Yeah, exactly. If this is the only job where I know where me being there is actually costing me money. I've never had this situation. That's that's pretty rough. Um, listen, everybody, uh, real quick, just because we're just trying to kill time here, I'm going to throw to a song and uh, take a sip of a drink here. Uh, you know, Gord, you're in a hurry to go, so I'll pick a short one for us. <laughs> Well, I gotta admit, since we're talking, I'm getting a little more lively now, so... That's very cool. You know what? I used this as the intro music yesterday, but I can't get enough of it. This is called Bring Out the Thunder.
And that was Bring Out the Thunder by, um, I don't know, pick a band I'm in. Uh, <laughs> uh, great song. I can't get enough of that song right now. It's uh, my new favorite. Um, just talking off the air about big things coming up here, kids. Um, you know, a lot of giveaways going on, a lot of stuff going on with the Champion Tree, and also my new podcast, Just Another Day, which uh, is going to be debuting any day now. Um, just a little show where I could catch up on some things that maybe me and Gordon missed out on while we were talking. Uh, I could give you some previews of what's coming up, and I can uh, tell you a few things about what's going on in and around Vancouver and um, what's going on with uh, Champion Tree. So look forward to that in the next week or so. And, um, yeah, look forward for a lot more great music coming up because there's just a lot more opportunity to show it to you guys on this platform than I've had previously, even though, like, every episode's got music, but this is just an easier way to do it. Um, I had one other thing I did want to bring up, Gord, that I thought was kind of funny. Um, it, I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm going to have to um, just uh, take you away from the microphone for one minute. i got to look at this again okay. uh, because it, it was just so funny to me. Um, talking about Trump and his border wall, which has just become such a fucking ridiculous situation in the States. Um, this stupid... Sorry? That Trump does. They say it's bad and it's horrible. And they won't promote any of the good stuff that he does. It's only the bad shit. And it's only the evilness that Trump is. That's right. But yet, some dude kills a guy, and the first thing the media does is they plaster all of the news and they plaster the fact that the guy was an illegal immigrant with this long past of the. They literally go out of the way to promote Trump, and the reason why they need to put this fucking wall up. And well, exactly. Um, uh, it's it's just. My name is Jeff. Uh, but some of the states disagree with what he's doing, and a couple of states are taking him to court over it. I thought you'd get a kick out of this. These are the states that are taking him to court to try and get this wall stopped. It's uh, Nevada, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, and Virginia. That's just a couple of the states that disagree with him. <laughs> so none of the ones that border the U.S. border? Uh, just New Mexico. But uh, come on, that's half the goddamn country doesn't want this thing, and he's just standing there going, I don't give a shit! It, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, isn't there a point where you have to stop what you're doing because most of your country thinks it's a bad idea? I still think if if you, in your morning briefing, the people come up to you and they go, uh, Mr. President, I just thought I'd let you know that Nevada, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, and Virginia disagree with you, and you just sit there going, I don't give a shit! That's not good leadership. <laughs> no, no, it certainly is not. Uh, you know, that's like us saying, hey, everybody but Newfoundland doesn't like what you're doing. And so that's good. So we'll, we'll promote this everywhere but Newfoundland. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Eh? <laughs> just do it backwards. Fuck it. Uh, I just but don't. I think the whole thing is that I think Trump does still see through the bullshit. 
The problem is, is again, he's just going about it all wrong. He's treating everything like it's a fucking KKK rally. He's not treating it like he's not treating this like a presidency. He's not treating this like a president. Yeah, that's right. Like it's a fucking clubhouse. And uh, this is why he's a fucking idiot, you know. But eh, what are you gonna do? Whatever you're talking about, I I don't care. A guy who got a fucking script or a woman got this uh, lettering on her fucking ribcage that says Trump is not my president. No, but his fucking name is tattooed on you for the rest of your life, you fucking idiot. Yeah, isn't that brilliant? <laughs> I mean, like, how fucking stupid can you, you can be that stupid? That's how dumb you can be. Well, you know how dumb they can be is Bernie Sanders is running in the next election again, so that's good. He'll split the Democrat vote in half like he did last time and fuck it for them for another four years. Fantastic, yeah. Bernie. Great idea. I just don't, if you can speed out of the race the first time, you, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be able to run again. You well, prove that you're unworthy. The problem with him running, even in the first thing, Hillary could have won if he had just backed the fuck off. He split the vote, and she got screwed by it. Uh, that's, there's always one asshole who does shit like this, and I like Bernie Sanders, I think he's a decent guy, but all he did was tank that, split that party in half and tank their chances. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, this wall oh. thing is stupid. Uh, it's got to stop. It, it, it's a huge waste of money already at this point. And uh, it's just, it's just going to get worse and worse. And if if he's out in the next election, then it's going to go nowhere. The next president's going to stop it. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's just a big giant piece of shit. The biggest issue I have with Bernie Sanders is the thing that all the Trump supporters don't like about him, which is the fact that here's a guy who bitches about a part of the system that he is not only directly a part of, but has profited from. True. And then you're going to sit there and talk about it like it's such a bad thing. Well, fuck you, asshole. Like, if you're, you're already starting your campaign based off of uh, hypocrisy. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's why he'll that's it's, that's the reason why he will never become president because he's already starting off his entire platform is based off of being a hypocrite. If he firmly believed everything that he talked about, he wouldn't be as rich as he is. He would have given that shit away. He would have funded special things. He would have changed how he makes his money specifically so he wasn't a part of that system. But he I, doesn't. I like that. Yeah. I never really looked at it that way. I, I definitely see that. He's a hypocrite. Uh, he, he'll never win because of it. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about something that you've never seen from a certain perspective. Uh, we, we were talking about the Hawaii situation and uh, Facebook taking people's information and using it. Um, and I was. it just occurred to me today as I was going over all our listener information. That is exactly what we do. Yeah, but we're up front about it. (laughs) (laughs) I use this information to cozy up to my friends in Ashburn, Virginia, who, God bless them, they're still, I think, just under 10% of our listenership. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm collecting people's information every night and using it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not smart enough to use it in a way that benefits us financially or or really in any way whatsoever. It's just interesting to me. But um, uh, someday I'll use it to direct it toward, uh, you know, uh, not offending people. Maybe if I read that there's a certain demographic, maybe I'll try not to offend them with it. Probably not. We can't do that. Changes the whole basis of the fucking show. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that would be like South Park all of a sudden turning around going, yeah, we're not going to make fun of anybody anymore. I, you can't do that. I can't believe they haven't. Like, I know. I, I really thought they'd do something uh, to go mainstream now or, or by now. Like, because they've got it in them, I'm sure. Yeah, but no, they, they just don't care. Yeah, but I, it seems like they do. I don't know. Maybe, I think they're just dicks. Like, they're genuine. They really are just two dicks. Yeah, but they openly admit that, too, though. Yeah, but I kind of yeah. thought it was an act. I didn't realize that they genuinely are. Like, you know, sort of Seth Mc, uh, uh Not Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. He's the family guy one, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, who's the spawn one? He's Seth something too. That's, oh no, he's Todd McFarlane. Anyway, Seth McFarlane. No, he's, he's you know. He, no, Todd McFarlane does spawn. Um, Seth McFarlane, you know, he's started hosting award shows and he's kind of gotten in to a degree, and uh, you know, we're he's kind of almost accepted, um, even though he's equally, if not more, offensive. Um, and they, I thought they would always have their moment where they get in, you know, like Mike Judge had his with King of the Hill, and and Seth has his with you know some funny stuff he's done that's been a little more palatable and they just never have it I, I, I'm actually impressed with them for that you know a friend of well one of my Facebook friends had posted something and I, I was stunned by this because it made such fucking perfect sense that how does a generation raised on South Park and Family Guy become so offended by everything <laughs> right <laughs> and they put it I'm like oh my fucking god that is so true like Although, is the flip side of that coin that it's stuff that we should be offended by, to be honest? Like, there, there seems to be this new wave of, like, young white guys who say they're not offended by anything and they say whatever the fuck they want because that's what they've been taught by, like, Louis C.K. and stuff. But the, the people these jokes are directed toward are, for the most part, still offended by them. That one. I'm, I, you know what? I have that on DVD. So do I. And the, the one with like five funny. episodes? Well, no, it was, it was one. No, no, it was only one episode. No, off, yeah, I know, but the DVD, episode. it's like a special. It had like five episodes. I got it at Walmart for like a toonie. It's actually in one of the seasons. The season it was supposed to be aired in. They actually put it in with no seasons. Oh, okay. That's not what I have. But anyway. Uh, but uh, when Jeff finished the episode, my name is Jeff. To the Jewish congressional, whatever the fuck they're, they're called. Uh, but he took it to their organization and said, look, is this offensive to, post on, to put on the air? And they watched the episode and they laughed. They said, no, this is fine. This is really funny. But Seth still chose not to air it because he just didn't want people to be, he just thought, he thought it was a little bit too much. So he never ended up airing it. Uh-huh. But it even got approval. But the best thing is it got approval by the Jewish, the Jewish group. And um, it was just, I got to put my window up. My name is Jeff. Uh, it was just one of those funny things. Like, you know, like, even when you get approval from it, you can still get scared. Sorry about that. Yeah, that sounded weird. Um, trying to make things better, I made them worse. Uh, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's going to happen as, as we progress. Uh... I'm gonna do that a lot, um, but it, so yeah. I just I my hat goes off to them. I'm not a fan of South Park. I haven't been since about 1997, um, but uh, my hat goes off to them for you know staying true to themselves right to the bitter end. It's true. They, like, have, they haven't changed a fucking thing. I think the bitter end. Well, they did. Oh, you know what? I'm lying because they did that Mormon play that everybody loves. They got a bunch of Tony Awards for it. Yeah, but they made fun of Mormons, though. Well, everybody makes fun of Mormons, let's be honest. Except for Mormons, they're not allowed. Yeah, but one of them is a Mormon, and that's what makes it funnier. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um... Was it Trey Parker or Matt Stone? I think it was... I think it was, uh, Trey Parker. I think he was actually born and raised Mormon. Doesn't matter, I don't care which... I don't even know which one is which, so it doesn't matter, really. One of them. And I don't care. I yeah, don't care to yeah. know. Um, he was actually a Mormon, though. He was actually born and raised Mormon. Wow. And that's why. That's why they have so many Mormon jokes and they have so many direct back of it because, well, he was actually born and raised on it, so they. You know, well, well, it's not. Very not something I would broach uh, this far into a shorter episode, but there's a lot to be made fun of there. Oh, is there ever? I mean, the ma- <laughs> the man who started it was convicted of fraud like three separate occasions. And people still thought, yeah, this is the guy we want to follow. This is a, this is a leader. This, this is the guy. This, this is him. Fuck, his own wife didn't believe a word he said. 
Yeah, what does that tell you? Uh, That's one thing I loved about South Park. They did the episode about Mormons, like the actual episode about it. I think I recall it. Telling the story, because as they're telling the story, they're just like, you know, like uh, so John Smith. He said this. Everybody told him that you're an idiot, and he said this. And he goes, John is dumb. Dum 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 dum. John is dumb. And his wife said this. He's smart, 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 smart. His wife is very smart. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it, the thing he, he was translating the word of God from, no one could read it. And, uh, yeah, only he could read it. Only he could read it. And, and then it was when someone else tried, it wasn't there. Yeah. It's kind of like... Everything. It, one of my all-time favorite scenes from Family Guys when Moses is coming down the hill and he's like, "I bring you your twenty, and then he drops one of the tablets. And he goes, "I mean your Ten Commandments." Nothing funnier than making fun of organized religions, especially ones that are really, really funny. Yeah, which they pretty much all cover that. So. <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, what else do we need to get to before we let you go to bed here? Um, real quick, I want to talk about the contest that Adrian is clearly in the lead to win, unless maybe one or two more of you want to send in an email, because that's all you got to do. Listen to our show, write a quick review. Uh, you can send it via email, Twitter, Facebook. Um, just search for us. We're right there. And uh, you got a chance to win this amazing one and a half million dollar barbecue set, our special commemorative uh, 100th anniversary barbecue set, 100th episode barbecue set. A uh, million and a half dollars. All you got to do, listen to the show, write a quick review. And while you do it, please give us a star rating on Spotify or uh, Spreaker or Anchor or wherever you choose to listen. Give us a star rating out of five. I don't care what you rate us, but those stars go a long, long way. Um, and we fucking deserve it. We're working our asses off for you motherfuckers. So come on, help us out. And we've got pictures and a full description of the uh, million dollar barbecue set you can win, as well as uh, Gord's throwing in some some uh, runner up prizes of other steak knives and whatnot. And uh, we got a big announcement coming up for uh, these playing cards. I think I want to work my idea into the playing cards, and we'll get on that okay. right away too. So Eric. Uh, we should do a special live on the air script poker. Oh, that would be cool. With only hot checks. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That ties into what I want to talk to you about, but I don't want to announce it until we've got it worked out. Okay. Um, so I think we can. I don't know where else we can go. Um, you got something else you want to bring up? Or should we just play out? No, I got, I got nothing else. I promise you guys the next episode is going to be a big, epic one. Uh, we may have a guest. I'm going to try to work it out for the next one. Um, well, it has to be big. It's our 100th episode. That's true. We'll have Adrian on for our 100th episode. That's good stuff. And I know, guys, this is kind of a weak episode, but uh, we got a lot going on. You know, every every so often real life gets in the way. I won't let it happen a lot. And I promise it will happen a lot less the more of those star ratings you give us on whatever site you happen to listen to us on. But I recommend Spotify. Uh, so I'm just going to call it a night. I, I'm, I'll be back eventually, maybe tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> until then, take care of each other. Um, fuck it. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Good night, everybody. See you, everybody.
be that'll kill some time. But- There's no better time to experience a Lexus than with the Lexus all-wheel drive event. Your epic journeys don't end with icy roads. You won't be thwarted by snow-covered highways because you're on a mission to get third graders to a toboggan hill. Experience inspired design and performance with Lexus during the Lexus all-wheel drive event. Lease a 2019 Lexus NX300 for as low as 0.9% APR with delivery credits up to $2,500. Visit your local Lexus dealer for details.